you're listening to Oodles of Financial Advice with Jeremy Oodle. I mean, Udell. Jeremy is a certified financial planner. He's licensed in Florida to sell insurance. He has Series 7, 24, and 65 securities licenses. And he's here to give you Oodles of Financial Advice. It's time. You've waited long enough. But it's time. You know what you've got to do. When you have a big change in your life like this, you can't wait any longer. You got to go see three people and find out what's going on. They aren't three people you want to talk to regularly. I get it, but stop putting it off and go get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Jeremy Udell. Welcome back to another bowl of oodles. Today, I want to talk to you about the three people everyone who has ever had a baby need to go talk to. Not necessarily talking about your parents or your nanny or that friend who also recently had a newborn. I'm talking about your attorney, your CPA, and your insurance person. It's not necessarily fun to talk to these people, But with these kinds of big changes in your life, it's important to take a look at where you can do some planning, where you might be able to save some money, and where else you can look to get some added protection for those you love. Let's start by talking about that necessary trip to see the attorney. Now, maybe you are a young couple and you don't have very much right now, but Even in that situation, if you just had a baby, it is still really worthwhile to go see that attorney, get that will, trust, healthcare surrogate, durable power of attorney, and even that living will, if that's something you want, and talk to your attorney about how they can help you. Of course, one of the big reasons to do this is if you have some assets to protect, If you've got an IRA or 401k, those types of things have beneficiary designations, so it's less important. But let's say you also have a home. Maybe you have a savings account. Maybe you have an investment account. Maybe you even have some personal property. I don't know, some ivory elephants that your grandmother handed down to you. Hmm, that seemed weirdly specific, didn't it? Well, all of those things are going to go somewhere after you pass. Very likely, if you pass first and you're married, those things will go to your spouse regardless of what you do, but it'd be nice to not have to go through a secondary process called probate to make it happen. Be easier if you could mostly trust that whatever you had set up in advance could be relied on, and that's why you go see your attorney. It's going to cost you some money, no doubt. But there's lots of good reasons to go, especially if you have assets to protect. But even if you don't, well, what if something happens to both you and your wife at the same time? Who's going to take care of your new little one? Have you thought about that? Have you made provisions for that? Have you spoken to the people you want to take care of the baby? Regardless of that, it's really good to put it in writing. And the best way to do that is to make it really formal by talking to an attorney and putting all of that into a document so it's clear, so that you don't have challenges to custody, maybe two sets of grandparents or 
a sibling or who knows who else could come into the equation to try and contest. Whereas if it's in writing, it's going to be a lot more clear to anyone looking at it what your intentions were for your newborn. Now, my wife and I actually went and visited an attorney several years ago, long before our new little Savannah came onto the scene. Why? Well, because we already had some children we wanted to protect. They were just furry. Yeah, if you've got furry babies, or especially if you have feathered or even reptilian babies who can live a really long time, very worthwhile to talk to an attorney about that as well. We made a lot of provisions for what is supposed to happen to our dogs. Now, good chance we're going to outlive all of our dogs that we have right now. But the document states that whatever animals we have, there are a certain order of people we want to be offered. And we even left some of our assets to be able to pay for that person so that it doesn't become a financial burden. Might be a time burden, but hopefully even then, whoever we leave the, our furry babies to. And we had four dogs at the time. We have three dogs now. Whoever we left those three dogs to would be able to pay for a pet sitter as necessary, for vet bills, for food, all the upkeep you would expect for an animal that maybe wasn't initially provided for. Those are the types of things you consider with an attorney. But of course, once you have that new little one, really important to go have that talk with an attorney. Yeah, it's going to cost you some money. My wife and I paid multiple thousands of dollars to get those trusts finished, but it gives you peace of mind to know if something were to happen to you tomorrow, if you get walked, if you walk out the door and get hit by a bus or you and your spouse are both killed in an airplane crash, whatever it might be, and my wife and I travel a lot, so that was something we thought about. At least that part of the equation is addressed and formal. If you have any questions about what types of attorneys to use, like a state attorney or general practitioner or who you should be looking for, feel free to give me a call, 941-951-0443. That's 941-951-0443. Or shoot me an email, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com. We don't do this type of planning at our office, but we know a lot of good attorneys who do and are happy to put you into the right direction, assuming you live in Florida and want a Florida-based attorney. So you've been to your attorney, got those wills and trusts set up, feeling pretty good about yourself. Well, there's two more people left to see, and the next one is going to be your tax professional. Now, a lot of people do their taxes on their own, and that's completely fine. However, if you don't consult a professional, be it a CPA, accountant, or someone else who specializes in taxes, you're definitely going to want to do your research on the different tax problems and benefits available to you for having a new little one in your home. Just to give you a few ideas of what I've seen as a new dad that you need to consider, right off the bat, it's good to know that there is a child tax credit. That's right. Just for having a child, there's $2,000 per child for qualifying children through age 16. That can be true for a benefit for you, even if you don't pay any tax, actually. However, it's something to talk to a tax professional about to find out if that applies to you and 
how you might be able to make sure that that is being taken advantage of, or if you're going to file yourself, where in the form that particular, you know, credit can be filed for and taken care of. That's a big one right off the bat. There are other things as well, specifically if you're single and have a child, and there are more and more people doing that for any number of reasons. If you're single and you have a child, you can possibly file for head of household tax treatment, which can also be a benefit to you as opposed to filing individually. And again, this is why we recommend talking to, t- to a tax professional. I should state right here, we are not tax professionals. I want to make that really clear. Don't call me to get this tax advice. Call a tax professional or do the research yourself to find out what makes sense. But no matter what, in telling you as a financial planner, I find more and more people who miss out on different tax loopholes for any number of reasons. But if you have a new child, worthwhile to take a look to see, could you get that tax credit? Could you file for head of household? There are a couple other ideas that people look into. Earned income tax credit is something that some people should look into that can possibly change if you have a child. And if you are using childcare services, there are also possible tax credits available to you. However, if you hire a household person like a nanny, you also have to pay tax. And that's why I am strongly recommending that you talk to someone about this. It's very important. I remember when my wife and I were trying to debate whether we wanted to send our new baby to childcare or hire a nanny. We were looking at the price And somebody mentioned, have you paid attention at all to the tax costs you'll have to pay if you decide to hire a nanny? And we said, what do you mean tax costs? Is there sales tax or something? Nope. There is a specific nanny tax that you need to look into. And again, this is not something you should be necessarily calling me about, except if you want to hear how it affected me, but you should definitely be aware of it yourself because if you have a household employee and you pay them more than a certain amount of money, and it's not in a particularly high amount, something like $2,200, dollars this year is the max you can pay without worrying about having to account for the tax on that transaction. You have to worry about employment tax for that person because they become a household employee and there is a tax drawback to doing that. However, There are also certain uh, daycare credits available that can be used no matter what kind of daycare you're using. And that's another thing you're probably going to want to talk to a tax professional or do the research on yourself. No matter what, it is worth taking a look at all of the different ways the tax code now applies to you now that you have a new son, daughter, little child, whatever you have in your home to make sure you're taking advantage of it. I will say, if you want to hear my experience with the tax code and my new baby, you can feel free to reach out to me, jeremy at wealthenjoyment.com, or call me 941-951-0443. So you've got that will and trust You've spoken to a tax professional or you've Googled the lights out of the tax problems and benefits you might have with your new child. Anyone else? Well, I've already mentioned him or her, the insurance person. 
There are any number of reasons you're going to want to talk to an insurance professional about what to do going forward for your protection. Maybe you already have some term life insurance through work. Maybe your spouse does as well, or maybe you bought some previously. This is a great time to sit down with your insurance professional, take a look and see if you've had any changes in your income since you bought that insurance. If you have that insurance through work, how much does it actually cover? And are there any benefits you're planning on providing for your new little one, maybe for education, maybe you want to fund their college? Well, if something happens to you before you are able to fully fund that education or anything else you're trying to set up for your child, it's good to have pre-planned for that. Also, just protecting your spouse in the event you're gone. What if one of you works and the other one doesn't and the worker passes away? Well, all of a sudden, either the other person's going to have to go to work and probably set up daycare services or hire a nanny or they're going to have to stay home and have enough money to cover them for the time that they need to be there for the child during the day, that can be a lot bigger insurance number than what you originally thought you'd need, perhaps just to protect your spouse. Or maybe you got married and quickly had a child before ever buying any life insurance through work or any other place. Again, this is why consulting your insurance professional, talk to them about how much income you're making, how much your expenses are, what future benefits you'd like to provide for your child, and do some math. Math is really fun to me, which is why I got into this industry. But it's not fun to everyone, and that's why it's worthwhile to sit down and talk to a tax professional, talk to a legal professional, and talk to your insurance professional. And yes, this is where we can really help. We help people all the time who have big changes in their life. Sometimes they bought a new home and there's a mortgage on it and they're worried about what happens to the mortgage if they pass away. Sometimes they just got a huge change in income. They got a big promotion and the insurance they have to protect against their loss is nowhere near what it needs to be anymore. And yeah, sometimes we've had people come to us and say, hey, I just had my first or second or third child, and I'm setting up an education plan for them, and I'm pre-funding some IRAs for my older kids or whatever it might be, and I really want to make sure that if something happens to me, those benefits self-complete. Well, the only place that you can really protect against that type of loss is with a life insurance policy. Double-check your life insurance. Make sure that it lasts as long as you need it to. Maybe you bought 10-year term originally and you know that you're going to have this child around for 18 to 22 years, maybe more, and you want protection for a longer period of time. Check the amount of death benefit. Maybe your health has changed for the better. Might be worth looking at to see if you could just get a little bit better deal on the insurance. All of that makes sense to sit down with your life insurance professional. And yes, I did that as well. When my Savannah came into the world, my wife and I looked at our life insurance, decided we probably should add a little bit here, maybe extend a little bit there, and make some changes. I hope you do too. Take advantage of your attorney, your CPA, and your life insurance professional to really take a look and see, are you protected? Are you taking advantage of what you can? And if something really horrible happens to you, will there be enough for your family? 
Feel free to reach out to me to discuss any and all of that. Jeremy at WealthEnjoyment.com or 941-951-0443. That's it for the podcast today. I want to thank my awesome producer, Megan Udell. You know, I mention her a lot, but I wish I had a chance to have you meet her. I'm going to have to maybe have her on for a podcast so she can explain how horrible it was growing up with me as a big brother, but at the same time, uh, give you a sense of what it's like working in our family business. You got to hear it from Bruce, my father's point of view. Be good to hear it from my sister's point of view as well. And I'd like to thank everyone else at the entire team of Udell Associates and thank all of you for listening to this podcast. I will hopefully be back soon. And, you know, it's tough with uh, the new baby to get on as much as I'd like, but I'm trying to get back to where I can do this at least once a week. But if not, I'm sure I will be back soon when I'll have more oodles for your new baby.